I just started tearing up. <laughs> I just literally just started tearing up right there. You know, it's been a few weeks since we've been in the studio. I just started tearing up. It's like every time I fly into Myrtle Beach for the first time, I start crying. Butterflies every time I see that fucking beach and that sand. I, I can just smell it. I can smell it when I'm flying. As soon as we get over top of probably North Carolina, the Virginia, North Carolina line, I can smell the fucking ocean. Smell the salt I, water. I mean, I've got the nose for it. I'm like a hound dog. When I get close to the ocean, I just start crying. And that, listen to that beat right there. It's been a few weeks since I've been in studio with my pals, and I'm fucking pumped up for this one. So welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. To my right, Corey with a K, and I got two fellas in the studio, returning guests, Uncle Buck and Otis. What's happening? What's up? What up, Rollski? What's up? Did you try to do the Martin right there? What's, what's, what's up? What's, what's, what's up? <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad to have you guys in the studio. Sunday afternoon, we, uh, we've been busy. Yeah. We haven't been in studio for a while. Uh, we've been spreading some stuff out, but here we are Sunday afternoon. The Reds game, the Reds are on. We got the Reds game in studio on. Um, the Reds are hot, boys. The Reds are hot. We're above 500 right now. We're making a push um, for the division. What are we back? Four? Three? Four going into the Brave series this week, this past weekend when you guys listen. So. I think they've won one and one with the Braves, so this is a rubber match on Sunday. All right, so go Red Legs. Anything else happening, boys? Not a whole lot for me, Rolski. Sunday afternoon, made the trip down to old Franktown and made it down to the village and on the podcast. Copy that. You talked Good about Sunday. you talked about like smelling stuff. Yeah. When you're getting close to it. Yeah. I tear up when I go to chill coffee. You smell that mead? The mead. Yeah. I can Fuck. tell. I'm home, boys. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Actually, actually, Clay, I do got something for you. Okay. I made a purchase this week. <clears throat> yeah? What's that? I bought a bidet. Oh. <laughs> I bought a bidet. How, how do you like that? Is it one? Is it the dude wife's one? No, okay. it's not. Amazon Prime Days was what two weeks ago last week or whatever yeah. and i got on there and i'll be damned but there was right on the home page deal like 25 bucks for a bidet attachment i said let's give it a shot and let me tell you what rolski life-changing life-changing really life-changing i'll never go back to wiping so you like your butthole being played with hey <laughs> i mean i don't know about that but it's never been more clean than it is now so Really? Yeah. Do you have to tap it like dry? Yeah. I mean, you're you get a little wet. You get a little damp. So the, the toilet <laughs> paper. You, you, toilet paper. Yeah. You dry it. So you just, toilet paper. You yeah. Just pat it. Yeah. Pat, pat, because pat, toilet paper like kind of like gets when it gets wet. Yeah. It you falls can't. Apart. Yeah. You can't really wipe it because it gets real wet. Yeah. But you just pat it dry and so you're, you're good fan, to go. You're a fan of having your bunghole padded now. Again, I don't know about that. <laughs> so but, let me let me ask you this. Do you, is there still poop left over in there whenever you get done? Like if you pat it, do you sometimes no, do you find clean, it? completely. It's squeaky clean. I'm telling you. Did I see? I don't know how this works because <laughs> you're getting the jet flow up into your ass. There's still got to be some splashes. No, no. If if it's a messy one, like I just started again the other day at work, <laughs> and I had shit in my ass like, again. You I'm not need, gonna go through this again, but I just sharded this you think past it's because week because you're getting older. I just I don't know what's happening. But what I'm saying is, if there's like 
if you shit yourself and that water hits it, it's just, that shit's going to go everywhere. Well, you, I mean, you might need to let the bidet go in there a little bit longer than normal. you know a normal one, but you're you're going to get cleaned up pretty good. All right, you need to give it a try. I, I'm telling I, you, I don't know how I feel about it. Hey, you don't know till you try. Have you ever tried one? No. Uh, I think my sister tried to shove the garden hose up my ass one time, <laughs> but that's about as close as I got to that. <laughs> I'm going to say the bidet is a little bit different than that, but, you know. All right. All right, so here we let's Let's move on. So, <laughs> bidet, I've never tried one. I don't really plan on trying one. But before we get into the main topics today, uh, let's get it. We got a few shout-outs. Got a few shout-outs here. Um, we appreciate everybody buying the T-shirts this time around. Um, I think we sold close to 70. I think we had like 66 T-shirts that were sold. So, I mean, that's more than doubled anything we've ever done. So, appreciate everybody buying the t-shirts. Big John Italian. Big John Italian, man. One of our best listeners out there. Buck, what did he bring in studio today? Oh, what didn't he bring in the studio? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. he Levi walked in with this huge box of just goodies from Big John Italian. I think we had um, Big John got us some tall boys for the review this week. Yeah. So, he bought us four or five tall boys. Um, he also brought in, I think, six shots of Fireball, the little bottles of Fireball. He brought six of those in. And um, the YouTube video that's going to be up, he brought us, I don't even know what the hell it's called. It's just a, a growler from Savior Growl in Clinton, Clintonsville, I think. Clintonsville. So it's a type of beer we're going to test. I think it's like 14% alcohol. So he got us a big old growler of it and then uh, five glasses to go along with it to drink the uh, drink the beer out of so shout out big john man coming in clutch coming in clutch he loves you guys i know i will we love big john so thank you big john for that uh shout out will hammond he got us a 24 ounce bush light can said he could only find one so big daddies they're 25 25 ounces sorry um shout out will for that uh otis your father brought us a gift as well old dinger dave he provided the uh the bush light for the uh, occasion tonight, Dinger Dave's a big listener. Um, I told him right before this, I said, Dad, I will give you a humongous shout out on this podcast. So you better be ready to sign some autographs. You better be just, you know, pull your big boy pants on because it's big time now. Yeah, so. he got us um, 30 16 fluid ounce aluminum bottles of the Bushlight, the corn can. And this thing actually looks like an ear of corn. It does. It's it crazy. So shout out, Dave. Thank you for that. Um, I got a koozie somewhere. I was at a graduation party a few weeks ago, and some guy said he loves the podcast, and he gave me a uh, koozie. Shout out Thurman Farms. Gave me a Thurman Farms. They're goat farmers in the area. So if you guys need goats for the local fair, hit up Thurman Farms out here in Frankfurt, Ohio. He gave me a uh, he gave me a uh, koozie, and I don't know where exactly where it's at right now, but I was going to put it on the show. I think I forgot. I think it's upstairs. But anyway, shout out Thurman Farms for the koozie. Appreciate the listen. Um, Scotty P this past week was my anniversary me and my wife three years married three long years married <laughs> um, no but Scotty P he sent me a Venmo $50 he goes take your wife out to eat on me I appreciate the podcast appreciate the, the entertainment every week so hey Scotty P shout out can't beat that we went out for Mexican look at this shit Scotty P just gave me cool chill. <laughs> we went out what for man. Mexican, man. Uh, it was good. New restaurant, Chill Coffee. Garcia's. 
try it out. It's beside Burger King. It was pretty good. Um, had a good meal, drank some beers. Then we went and got ice cream afterwards. So shout out Scotty P. All on Scotty P. Huh? All on Scotty P's dime. Can't beat that. And I even had a little bit left over, so I bought me a uh, six-pack of beer, Scotty. <laughs> Good grief. So, thank you. And then, this is this is, oh, this, this going to lead into the uh, podcast. Have you guys ever been to a graduation party where there's all you can drink? No, I haven't. No, sure haven't, but it sounds like one I, I definitely missed out on. I, my cousin, his uh, graduation party a few weeks ago. All you can drink. They had a liquor bar, and they had a they had a, any kind of beer you wanted on ice, ready to go. All you can drink. And there w- there was still beer left after when I left, and I stayed there for like thirteen hours. <laughs> and that cr- that crowd there can drink. I know. And there was still beer left. <laughs> That's saying something. Yes, I know. That's saying something. And he also his mother got a snow cone a snow cone truck pulled into the driveway. Damn. Yeah, there's literally a big ass truck. It was like a food truck, but it was for snow cones. So it was kind of like a happy or a Billy Madison graduation party. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. That don't so, sound half bad there. That so, sounds I like mean, a graduation party you could you'd be all right going to. Exactly. I was there. I've never in my life will I ever spend another thirteen hours at a graduation party. And as long if you have all you can eat, drink beer, I'll be there all day. All you can drink beer and snow cones. Snow cones. And a liquor there. bar. So what people were doing, the adults they'd get the snow cone and then they'd go over and get the Tito's and they'd put it in their snow cone. How many kids followed suit? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know if you were like 12 or 13 years old, you would have been doing it right behind them. Yeah. Sneaking over. You've been sneaking up, crouching behind the machine, trying to sneak it in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I definitely would. No doubt about it. So Otis, a few episodes ago, um, we were talking about skydiving. Mm-hmm. And Corey with the K over here said he canceled his trip. It was a buddy episode. My buddy, buddy. We talked about skydiving. Corey with the K canceled his trip. I said I'd probably go for three or five grand. Same way, but I don't. I don't think I'll ever go for free. But we mentioned you on the podcast. You did, and that's why I wanted to have you on to tell us your story, your experience with skydiving. But first, I want to ask Buck: Would you ever go skydiving? I don't think I would ever have to jump out of a perfectly good plane <laughs> that's how I without getting paid. How much would it take? Would you do it for three to five like me and Buddy? Depends on how high this plane's going. Well, he'll tell you. I, I don't remember exactly how far it was Are up. Are you but about 10,000 feet? I believe you're yeah, at like, I want to say you're like at 15. Yeah, when, at we looked at, when we looked it up, the average was 10 to 15, so we did 12 because the dude that broke the record was at like a 24. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say you'd have to give you'd have to write me a check for five grand for me to jump out of that. Okay, plane. that's about where me and Buddy were. Corey the K over here said hundred grand. Yeah, mine's changed. I went from paying for it to I need a hundred grand to jump out of one. <laughs> so Otis, fill us in, brother. I want to hear everything. This I want to hear your skydiving experience. So, just first off, you guys are talking about it's going to take you five grand for someone to give you to go skydiving. If my only option for the rest of my life was to pay five grand to go skydiving, I would. Really? That's how much I absolutely love it. Okay. So tell so, me tell but, me why. So my, my story, um we it was it's been a couple years. It's been five, six years I think. But me and two of my good buddies and one of their girlfriends, um it was it during the Ross County Fair. It was. During the Ross County Fair. Um and all four of us were planning to go. Um 
I think the night before, my buddy Lance pulled a, pulled a Corey and said, smart, smart man, and said, this ain't for me, boys. I can't do it. He backed out right at the end. <laughs> really? So I was third wheeling it with uh, my buddy Cade and uh, his wife now, Maddie. Um, and we went down there and I did I tell you what, you get you start getting suited up in the blue suit and you get the harness on and everything. The the butterflies get going. They get going. Because you see that plane out there on the runway and you're it's talking. It's like a single engine. It's yeah. like a prop, prop plane. plane. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, and the whole so think of like a prop plane and then the whole back end is just empty. Open. It's just open. And then I believe there was benches on the side and stuff where you kind of sit and they got windows and stuff. So you're you're headed up. And you're looking down, you're like, it can't be much longer. This is pretty high. <laughs> you're in that thing for another 20 minutes, and you say the same thing again. Damn. It can't be much higher. You keep going for another 20 <laughs> minutes. So and you're up there for a while before you're jumping. Yeah, you're probably in the plane. I mean, it seems like an hour you're in the plane, but it probably takes you, What from what I can remember, it probably take you about... 20, 30 minutes to get up to height. Oh, my gosh. And That's then, a lot of nerves. And then... The real kind of butterflies get going when that side door opens and there ain't nothing between you and the outside world. So let me ask you this. Are these pilots, are these full-time pilots, or are they bus drivers on the side So we, well? I never, like, met bus the pilot drivers. or anything. The only thing, the only person I met was the guy strapped on my back. Because it's, it's a tandem jump. Jesus. So the first time. You never even met the fucking pilot. No. <laughs> do you do you meet the pilot when you fly somewhere? Do you meet the pilot? I mean, they're usually standing they're usually at the standing gate. there, like yeah. welcoming the guests onto the plane. Yeah, I'm your captain today. We're going to make it to you know Exuma Bay today. Well, hopefully, hopefully. I didn't meet the pilot, but the guy that was my tandem buddy, he was probably, I want to say he was probably about high fifties, low sixties year old. He had so he had already retired from his original yeah, job and to yeah, keep this his was Medicaid. His, yeah, he yep. was. Uh, he had the greatest fantastic. he had the greatest mustache I've ever seen. It was one of the ones that squirrely squeed on the ends. Oh, yeah. He had one of those going and I was like, if I want to jump if I'm gonna jump out of a trip plane, it's gonna be with this guy. This, this guy, guy knows what he's doing. This guy fucks. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. So that was probably his first time jumping with anybody. It could have been. Could have oh been. My God. But no, you uh you go up to the side door and he's strapped to your back and you, your legs are hanging out the door. You like kind of scoot on your butt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you kind of scoot yeah. to the edge and then sit down on the side and he holds your head back like this. And then he just shoves you out and you're just, there it is. Free, free, free fall. You, you can see, you you literally can see as far as the eye can see. It just doesn't go no farther. Yeah. It, Damn. it doesn't go no farther. So let me ask you this. You fall out of the plane. Mm-hmm. And you know how, like, if you go over, like, a big hill or something in a car or if you're in, like, a uh, roller coaster, your, like, heart falls out of your chest? Your, be- your belly yeah. kind of gets the yeah. butterflies in yeah. and stuff, yeah. So when you fall out of that plane, is it like that? So it, when you get up there and you're looking out and getting ready to fall, you're blank. Like, n- your butterflies aren't there. You, it's like... Time it's just ve- stops. It's, yeah, it's like... Do you get tunnel vision? Like, fight or flight? it's it's so hard to explain because you just your mind is just a complete blank all you see is just the world that's all you see and so you're like i'm about to fall out of this thing and i'm about to fall 15,000 feet down very quickly um and then it's just, it's the greatest feeling in the entire world i you can't explain it until you do it okay so you're falling 
how long of a free fall is it until you pull that chute? So I thought it'd be it would be a lot longer, but the longer part is after you pull the chute yeah. and going down. I figured it'd be the opposite, and you wouldn't pull it until you're closer to the ground, but you actually pull it when you're pretty high up. But it, you probably free fall for, I'd say, a minute, roughly. Really? Is it that long? Again, when you're up there, the adrenaline's going and yeah. stuff, time's a little bit different. But as far as I can remember, it was roughly around a minute, 45 seconds. Okay, so that, that's a long time. Because I was thinking like maybe 30 seconds. I mean, I how fast do you think you're like miles per hour wise? How uh, fast are you free fall? 100? Oh, probably. Yeah. Every bit of it. Have you ever been to Cedar Point on Top Thrill Dragster? Yes, I have. You have? Corey, have you? No, I haven't. So when you first take off, you're going 120. I'd say you're going roughly twice that. When 200? You get, nah, maybe not twice that. You're going every bit of that. Let's okay. say that. So 100 mile per hour. For a minute. Take. For a minute. For that's, about 40, that's a lot of 45 seconds, roughly. Yeah, oh, yeah. So the wind. You can't hear nothing. Yeah. You cannot hear nothing. So, like, if the dude behind you that's strapped to your back needs to say something, he'll, he'll like, you, tap right? you or, yeah. like, grab your shoulder or something. Um, 200 feet per second, Corey with the Ks on it. There you go. How many miles per hour is that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> From 10,000 feet, you'll free fall approximately 30 seconds. Yeah. 14,000 um, 60 seconds. So you're right out a minute because you said you were at 12. So that's in between. So about 45 seconds, you're free falling. Roughly, I'd say. And that's got to be the the longest 45 seconds it, of your fucking life. See, but at it's least, beautiful. Oh, like yeah. Said. That's the thing. At least for me, like all those, once you jump and you're falling and you kind of get that sense of this is happening, whether I want it to or not, you kind of get that calm about yourself and you, it's just, you enjoy it. It's like, it, I'm not kidding you. It, it's life-changing. That's why I said, once you do it, you would most likely do it again. That's why it, if it would take me $5,000 to do it again, I would. Okay. So when they pull the chute, is that a relief when that chute pops? <laughs> I mean, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. It, it, it is because you're like, all right, now we can just sit here and chill and keep watching. But when they pull that chute it jerks you, and right? that jerk, for men, oh, it hurts the family jewels. I remember that. I remember that very, very well. The guy didn't give you a heads up on that, or did he just figure you knew that? No. So he has a watch. The he'll keep his arms out in front of you, and he has a watch. That's the I don't know what it's called. Elevation. Elevation. Eleva- yeah, elevation. Yeah. Whatever it is. Sea level. And he's got like a red mark on his watch, and when it hits that, the dial hits that red mark. He'll like show it to you, and it kind of so you kind of know. You can brace for impact. Yeah. So okay. how? So how's the landing? Our landing was a little bit, little bit rough. So he tells you when you land, you know he's kind of coming in at an angle to kind of take the speed away and make it a smooth landing. Um, he says you want to kick your feet out and land on your butt. Yeah. So slide right on your butt. So when we were coming down, he says, "All right, get ready to put your feet out and land on your butt." So I'm getting ready to do that, and then last minute he says, "Tuck your knees." That's that's kind of opposite of what you've been yeah. telling me. Yeah. So I kind of get caught in between a middle thing, so I'm kind of sliding on my knees, and it was just kind of funky, but it, it didn't hurt, and yeah, it was the, the landing was a little bit rough, but there's some guys who I've seen they just land right on your, you just kind of run it out after you land. Oh, I so. can see myself just tumbling and face planting <laughs> if I did that shit. I'm not running shit out, man. These legs don't move like that. Speaking of that, Clay, I think I'm actually going to be going again here in like a week or two. 
Yeah. So here in front of the sipping squad fan base, you are more than welcome to join me. And I'm going to respectfully decline <laughs> that invite. Okay. But it would make for some good YouTube that, content. Yeah. yeah. A, a sip and serve video straight from the. I don't think right so. before Rolski jumps out of a plane. I, you ever see the videos of people jumping out of the plane and they just fucking faint? <laughs> They're just dead I'm in there. That would be me. I'd just be faded all the way down. You'd be blotchy. Oh, oh God. I'd be blotchy from hell. <laughs> but no, yeah. Anybody out there who is thinking about skydiving, it is well, well worth it. Well, I appreciate you coming on and telling your story. Anytime, bird. So I had a dream. I had a dream this past week, and it, it was one of the weirdest fucking dreams I ever had, man. So, long story short, I'm going to just real short here. There's a road that goes out of our little town. It's called Little Creek. Mm-hmm. It leads outside of our little town, Frankfurt. And I was running down that road, butt naked, with Chris Paul from the Phoenix Suns. He was butt naked. It was nighttime. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, Bucks. So just <laughs> so we we were running side by side. We were each in our own lane, running down Little Creek, and the sky was kind of like a uh, felt like you like an LSD trip. It was like all different colors and like swirling in the air, like rainbow colors, just swirling. It was really weird. And we were getting chased. We were running from a fire breathing dragon in the air. It was like shooting fire out of Salvat's mouth, and we were running and. Like coming out of the ditches in the woods, there were like these tiger paws, like trying to grab you out of the side of the, like the trees and stuff along the road. So I was thinking, what kind of contraption or weapon could we build as a podcast to kill a fire breathing dragon? How could no. how could we keep a fire breathing dragon away from us, like out of our town? Like, what kind of contraption would we have to build around our village to keep dragons out? I think you'd have to take notes from Game of Thrones and just a humongous. Have you ever seen Game of Thrones? No, I haven't. So you're gonna have to explain it to me. So it's basically a ginormous crossbow. Okay. That you sit you sit behind. And just fire, and it shoots a bolt that's from me to you, every bit of it. Big old sharp tip on it. That'd I was I was thinking like sit on top of the Frankfurt Water Tower and just like a picking yeah, up, like <laughs> kind of like a big ass crane, a few of them around the perimeter that has like um, you know the like the big wrecking balls with spikes with on spikes it, spikes on it, and yep. it just twirls in the air. And That'd it, be a good one. Because it couldn't fly through that. Because if it's sitting there spinning, right. can't fly through right. it. I think if it's just attacking Frankfurt, I'm probably just going to move. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go to a bigger city. Yeah. I'm not making anything or trying to kill it. I'm just leaving the area. So, no, but in all honesty, what would you build? Like, I've got a crane. Otis has got an expo. What, what, I mean, what do you got? I know your mind just, you I, can think of something. I really don't think you could, you could, we couldn't make anything out of what we have that could kill it. It would just be more of a preventative maintenance from getting it into Frankfurt. Or which, something to piss it off so it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just spray yourself with skunk piss and it hates skunk piss. So therefore, it just have you ever seen Attack from Mars where they play that music and all their heads just start blowing up? Maybe he hates music. So you put some 
crazy ass music on a loudspeaker and it just makes it fly away. Okay. So we've got an expo, a crane with a wrecking ball with spikes, and then we've got skunk piss. <laughs> or or, cra- or crazy music. music. Yeah. So what do you what are you thinking, Corey? I was thinking starting with like a like a because fire breathing dragons in my mind fly. Mm-hmm. My my thought was maybe try to get above it and attack it from a top. So I'd start off like a military plane. Put, oh. some, put some crap in, put some not bombs, but rockets or something. You're gonna fly out. right so there with it. So you're thinking, oh, yeah. you're thinking a little uh, uh what's security dog, over top, a dog, dog fight in the air. Okay, yeah, let's go at it. Oh wow, okay. So we've got. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that from I was, Corey. I wasn't with the either. He's just wanting to fucking blow this thing's head off. <laughs> well, John Rambo. There you go. <laughs> out of those four, I'm definitely taking the music as the winner. For <laughs> yeah, the that'd be the best. Oh one. yeah, just, <laughs> just to see his head explode. <laughs> How the fuck are we supposed to sleep in this town? Are you gonna be able to? sleep if the dragon's attacking in 24 hours? I mean, that's true. It's fair. I'm definitely not running down the road naked. No. With Chris Paul. No, definitely not. (laughs) If Chris Paul's in Frankfurt, Ohio, there's there's something really uh, going on. You know, someday he might stop down here by the studio. You just never know. know. Why do you think Chris Paul was in your... I have no fucking idea, man. I've been watching a lot of playoff basketball, so maybe that's why. He's got some free time right now, even though he's in the Final Four. He's not allowed playing. uh, He played the other night. Oh, did he? What's your thought of the NBA playoffs right now, Clay Bird? Who you, who uh, you pulling for? I like the Suns. You like the Suns? They beat my Lakers, and I'm rooting for them the whole way. Are you an Aton fan? Aton? Yeah, I mean, he's he's young buck. I mean, hell, he's only like, what, 22, 23? And he's he's improved a lot since Chris Paul's been there. I mean, no, he was, he as long as a... you get a point guard that can play, that knows how to play the game. Like Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul. Aiton's going to be good. He wasn't good when they didn't have a point guard, man. Everybody thought he was going to be a bust. He was a rookie last year. He was the number one pick two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. So he's been, this is the third year. Is that a Kansas? Or did he no, even? He came no. from Arizona. Okay. Yeah. That's what Arizona. Wow. Cats. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Aiden, I mean, he's improved a shit ton since Chris Paul's been there. And that's, that's the thing, man. These, like the big guys in the NBA, they're going extinct because the, everybody's going small. But with him on the court and Chris Paul on the court at the same time, Chris Paul knows how to like get him involved. Two man game, exactly. And he's, I mean, he's awesome. Now, my next question for you: Have you heard the whispers of them comparing Booker to Kobe Bryant? <laughs> that Man, was my next question. I just, yep, I sent a tweet out this week, and I said that is the most idiotic, horrendous, terrible, disrespectful comparison of all fucking time i think i heard this Stephen kid, a smith say that yeah booker's good okay he makes a few jump shots and he scores 40 points in a playoff game okay the next game he had like what 10 points and shot two or like three for 20 come on i mean kobe's <laughs> a fucking top five guy of all time i mean what the fuck are we doing here i just wanted to see you get he has he here. has a fucking playoff moment congratulations you won a game you had a triple double you were awesome yeah great game so here you can't compare him to here the in twenty mama. years. Are you fucking serious? I mean, what are we fucking doing on ESPN nowadays? Fucking Stephen A. Smith? Are you serious? Is he just trying? Is this like clickbait? I mean, this is. I mean, that was just bad. So bad with, overall take. With all your Kobe pictures and stuff, and here in twenty years, you don't see no Devin Booker pictures right next to him, huh? Absolutely no, no, no. I, I really don't. I mean, he's good. He's young, but come on. I mean, what are we doing? Just silly. I mean, that—that that, it's it's just stupid. It's not silly. It's just stupid. ESPN has gone off the fucking rails. I lately. mean, what are they doing? Uh, Clay, uh, that's They're about cut. as stupid as calling an Oreo a sandwich. Oh. But it is a sandwich. But that's just stupid, so <laughs> you might as well say Devin Booker's Kobe Bryant. It's a cookie it's sandwich. A, hey, you know what? <laughs> Speaking of stupid, how stupid is this? 
a few, oh, actually a lot of episodes back, uh, DG brought a random fact to the table. And it was that there's 19 billion chickens in the world, and that's almost three chickens per person. So it's three to one chickens versus humans on this earth. How the fuck is there a wing shortage? <laughs> that's, a good that's a good question. That's a good question. Fucking wing stop changed their name to thigh stop. Did you see that? I saw that. I did see They that. made a commercial about it. It's hey. now thigh stop because there's no freaking wings. There's 19 billion fucking chickens on this earth, and you're telling me we have a wing shortage? I don't, I don't think there's a wing shortage based on the number of chickens. I think it's based on the number of workers in the facilities who bring the wings to the that's, grocery that's store. That's fine. You're, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. But still, how does America go on a wing shortage, boys? It's like Monk, the number one eating food. Monk Roll told me he went to B-Dubs the other day, and they said you couldn't order bone-in wings because they didn't have any. Really? You're a fucking... Wow. Nationwide wing spot, one of the most popular wing spots in probably the United States, and you don't have chicken. He's good. Well, good thing I only order boneless. <laughs> you might as well just close. You can't. I don't think you can open the store that day. You can't if you're a beat ups and you don't. You got you got to close the doors that day. That's crazy. And uh, the, I mean, they're going to lose a lot of money if they don't open up. But still, it's ridiculous to think that, like Clay said, that's that's their staple is chicken wings and they can't even fucking serve them they can't they can't they can't serve them and these other like the uh, hometown restaurants you know locally owned restaurants there's mm-hmm. a few in our local town there's they don't have them either and there's now they're selling organic wings what the hell's an organic wing <laughs> i've seen some uh someone i follow on facebook they put a big old post out and they said they're just terrible organic wing how do you make an organic chicken wing? Beats me. I don't know. Is it how the chickens rate? Is it even chicken? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. They said they were horrible. It's probably soy. Yeah, I don't know what the hell it is. Is it a soy bone in the wing as well? I don't know, man. Mm. It just doesn't make sense. So are the price of chicken wings just ridiculous? Yes. They also, like, there used to be like a wing night at a local spot in our town. It was on Wednesday nights, and they don't have it no more because they don't have no chicken wings. But they, or the, on these organic wings, they raise the price like it's. I think it used to be like ten ninety nine for ten. Now it's like fourteen ninety nine for organic wings. They're not even real. It's a shame. It's a shame, Clay. So I mean, I was just, I just, I just wanted to bring that up. Like Wingstop, even I mean, they're a local or not local, but a national even restaurant. That, yeah. And Rick Ross owns them, and he made a commercial changing the name to Thigh Stop. And he, all they're cooking are thighs now because they can't get regular wings. Let me. They better get that fixed before football season. What is, oh. what is one thing, Claybird, that you could? I think I'm going to be able to guess what it is. But if there was a shortage in one thing that you couldn't live without, what would it be? Oh man, food wise, anything. I mean, I mean, I like beer. <laughs> I mean, I like beer a lot. I mean, my weekends wouldn't be the same. I would have to switch to liquor, and I really don't like liquor. Your nights, I, your nights would be done real quick. Real quick. I take pride in being able to drink a lot of beer and staying up and having a good time. But if I'm drinking, you know, wild turkey, all this stuff here we got, wild turkey, Jack Daniels, Crown Royal, like, I, I wouldn't last. I would have to, like, pace myself. I would have to start drinking at, like, 5 or 6 instead of noon on Saturdays. <laughs> I just wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, and, and I get mean and I get drunk and I don't like puking. And I puke whenever I get on that shit. Like I drink a lot of it. I just don't like it. It's just so. no good. No good. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say beer because the weekends wouldn't be the same. Live for the weekends. I fucking love chicken wings and pizza though, man. I love pizza. Chicken wings, what pizza and beer. they no longer made pizza rolls? 
Uh, I can do it without pizza rolls. I've had pizza rolls. So bagel bites are better yeah, anyway. I like bagel bites. But just pizza, pizza, <laughs> uh, pizza uh, in veto. general. Uh, <laughs> you take pizza rolls over bagel bites? You know, I, I think I think I like bagel rolls better in the microwave because they get that little Ugh. crispy. But pizza rolls are my probably my go-to. Well, that's your off. problem. You're, you're microwaving. Microwave. That's true. Got to get that golden crisp out of the oven. Air fryer. That's where they're at. Oh. Air fryers made me lazy as fuck, man. Oh, yeah. You can throw anything in that bitch and it's done in 10 minutes. Speaking of <laughs> cooking pizza rolls, Otis, we just got back from the lake. We went down to Lake Norris and Otis was there and he cooked some pizza rolls and them things sucked. He took them out way too early. They didn't have no crisp on them whatsoever. When you're cooking a pizza roll, man, you got to at least get a little burn on it. Sip and serve. What you just heard from Rolski, just erase from your brain and let me explain it to you. When you make a pizza roll, do you want the stuff all oozing out of the sides or staying inside the pizza roll? I want them crispy. Okay. Exactly. Do you, that was my question. <laughs> do you want the stuff to stay in the pizza roll or to ooze all out? Well, you take your spatula and you get it off the pan and you just put it on your plate. And then whenever you're eating your pizza roll, you just get that pepperoni that's left over that's been oozing out. Just bite it all at one time. That was my first point. My second point was... When I first made them, you didn't eat them. You waited two hours and then ate them. Yeah, because I didn't want them because they weren't cooked right. No, nope. that's wrong. And I ate them later that's because wrong. I was hungry. That's wrong. <laughs> can, I, no. can I tell a quick story about some pizza rolls yeah. over on the topic? Yeah, yeah. So, Clay, you know that I'm quite the prankster, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my dad, he, uh, he likes, back when I lived at the house, I would make something and the, the motherfucker would steal it, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had just made some... Some taco pizza rolls, and oh, I knew he was, taco. he was, yeah, it's taco flavored pizza rolls. And he was sitting in his recliner in the, in the, in the living room, and I knew he smelled the shit cooking. So I knew if I leave this area, he's going to come in and take a couple. So what did I do? I stuffed those pizza rolls full of dog treats. <laughs> no, you didn't. Bible. <laughs> I put fucking dog treats in the, in the pizza rolls and left. Went, you know, just, Went outside. By God, when I came back, guess how many pizza rolls were left? None. None. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch had eaten every fucking pizza roll. And I asked him, I said, hey, Dad, how, how are those pizza Oh, they, they were good. A little crunchy. But they were good. <laughs> a little crunchy. Still to this day, until he listens to this, he does not know I put dog bites or dog treats in his fucking pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty motherfucker. That's a heck of a prank there, Buck. That is a heck of a prank. But my, my I just got a question. <laughs> I've just got one question for you. Why the fuck are we cooking taco pizza rolls? I, I, I don't know. Jackie, when she goes to the store, she just grabs a variety of stuff. Okay. I All don't right? think I've ever seen taco pizza rolls. I, I know exactly what he's talking about. They're like about. taco flavor. Yep, taco flavor. It's still beef. Yeah. It's are they the same brand or are they a different it's, brand? It's, it's kind of like beef cheesy inside. Yes. Are they the same brand or different brand? Yeah, they're the same brand. Toast, is it Tostino's? Tostino's, yep. So, yeah, I mean, your dad's going to be pissed when he hears this. <laughs> I should have probably told him before because then he might have stopped stealing my food. He still hadn't stopped. <laughs> so, speaking of the lake, I just said that uh, me and Otis were down there at the lake. We had, I think we took like 13 people down there. Anyway, it was a great time. Um, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about it, but I was thinking, like, whenever you're out in the ocean or the lake, you pee in the water. I mean, everybody does. All day long. You just pee in the water. I yep. mean, that's just what you do. It's kind of dirty, but you just have to do it. Um, riddle me this, fellas. There's, is this fact, is this a fact or a myth 
have you ever heard about like the fish or the, I don't know, I got, I don't know what it is. I got, I'm just going to say fish in the water that's attracted to pee and it swims up your pee stream into your, your urethra. 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 It gets caught in there. It gets caught in there and then it like mounts itself inside there. And it's kind of like a, it feels like a UTI or like a, um, sexual transmitted disease. Like it, it just fucking hurts whenever you piss because you got a fucking organism. Yeah, you got something up in there attached to your penis. <laughs> your what? Your penis. <laughs> your penis. Your penis. Your penis. I don't, so I don't I have lo- a penis. I looked. I looked, it, I looked it up, and it's called the kangaroo fish. It's a type of catfish. It's about an inch long, and it looks like an eel. Good lord! And it swims up your your dick, and it gets stuck in there. So I was thinking, I got pissed probably fifty times in that lake in the water. That's got to be something like in a different country. South Africa, I think. Okay, well, I mean, you guys went in South Africa, so I don't think you had to worry about it. But still, I get where you're going. It's kind of like, dude, huh. <laughs> what, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> are we going to risk this? Is there a fucking kangaroo in Lake Norris or what? Is the, is the risk worth driving the boat back to the house every Fuck time no, you get I'm a pissing piece? in that Especially thing Especially when you've been drinking all day. Yeah. You're peeing every, what, 15 minutes, if that? Oh, probably. Yeah, every if bit that. of it. I mean, they're just... Uh, <laughs> How much piss is in that thing? A lot. My God. A lot. All them people that visit that yearly. And I mean, you know, every, just, sing- um, every single person's out there in that water. Like, we, you you anchor down at the bridge. There's probably, what was there, 30, 40 boats there. Mm-hmm. And there's, say, there's let's, on average five person per boat, and you're all swimming, like, really close to each other. Mm-hmm. How much piss are you swimming in right there? I mean, it's just a pond full of piss. Lots. And you just... You know, you're just drinking the water too. That's oh, what's in yeah. your mouth, and you spit it out, yeah. and you're just like, it's just, oh. worse than a hotel swimming pool. Oh yeah, just piss <laughs> everywhere. And then you add in the fish's piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, and then you got some people who are probably not just doing number ones in the water, probably doing number twos as well. Oh, there's a lot of shit in there too. You think they shit? Oh yeah, in the water. I guarantee oh, I, it. I, Yeah, I've heard stories. There's there's shit in the water. Guarantee. We've had a few people on our trips have to shit in the I water. I mean, I get it. If you, if, it's just like a bidet. I mean, you don't even have to wipe. Close to it. You're all natural bidet. Yeah. I mean, that's just... Could you imagine shitting in, like, a water? Like, that would feel weird, wouldn't it? I would think it'd feel real weird. I'd be more worried about the water going back up my butthole when it came out. Like, that's got to be some sort of an infection. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. I just feel like if you try to do anything... Like, how does the human body even fight against that? Like, we're talking about taking a piss in the, the, the lake. Yeah. And all the bacteria that's in that bitch, like, it's not like you're duct taping your butthole shut or your pee hole. Like, the shit's getting in there one way or another. One way or another. And yet, we can fight that off and not get, like, UTIs or infections or kidney stones. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird, I know. So, fact or myth, is a kangaroo fish a real thing? Can it swim up into yourself and... Attach and give you a UTI or some pain down there. How is this thing that's an inch, an, an inch, inch long? It's like it, it said. Shooting it, it up said your it peel. looks like it looks like a, a uh, an eel, an eel like catfish, but it's oh, only an inch that would long. Hurt. It God. swims right up in there. You ever seen kids playing in a sandbox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think that hurt? <laughs> what sand in your pee hole? No. Oh, You've never seen the video. It's called Kids in a Sandbox. 
Never seen it. Oh, look, and I'm I, coming that. from you. I ain't. I'm not looking it up. <laughs> I'm not I looking think, it yeah, up. I think I'm just gonna pass on that. Let's just say it, it's pretty painful. So an inch, <laughs> an inch fish trying to make its way in my in my peel. I don't think it'd be very fun. No, it's not gonna be fun at all. So myth, fact. I'm, heck, I'll say fact. I'll I mean, say it. If science says it's fucking reality, then it's got to be a fact, right? It's a myth. That's what I. That's what I. Did. I looked it up. I, I I looked it up, and they said there's no scientific evidence of the kangaroo fish ever swimming up into a male's penis or female's vagina. Hmm. Well, busted that myth. Yeah, MythBusters. Yep. Right fucking here. There you go. Alex Caruso. Did you guys hear, hear the story? I did see that? Is that a painter? Is he the painter? Yeah, he's a Lakers point guard backup. Or shooting guard backup. The white guy that's kind of uh, balding. Always okay. always wears right. the headband. I thought it was a painter. No, he's not a painter. Um, <laughs> this past week, he was arrested by Texas A&M University pol- Police for possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. NBA guy. He's probably making, I'd say, three to $5 million per year playing for the Lakers, being like a seventh, eighth man off the bench. And this guy in the offseason is going back to his college where he graduated from with drugs, marijuana, the Mary Jane. Woo. And he gets arrested. First thought here, why the fuck is Alex Caruso going back to his college when he lives in California and he's fucking making $5 million a year to play for the probably the most popular basketball franchise of all time? Then another image that popped into my head, and I started laughing when I thought about this. Alex Caruso, Lakers guard, in the back of, in a frat house, in the the back room, the smoke room, with black lights, the music, the posters, you know, the whole college thing, just blowing down with his college buddies, frat buddies. <laughs> it, those frat buddies got to think they're like the coolest guys. Exactly. <laughs> if I was a college guy and Alex Caruso, I hear he's in town. I mean, I'm inviting him over. We're I going. Mean, I think you just answered your own question, Rolski. <laughs> that image that you just put into our heads would be every reason why you go back and visit your college buddies or alumni with a whole hey, bag of dope. This guy, this guy's got to be like 25, 26 years old. Could you imagine him sitting in that back room with 19 year olds just blowing down? That image is just wild to me. I mean, like you think it he's, happens he, every day. He's got his Lakers gear on. No. <laughs> they know who he is. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. I think I, I think he I think it's he deserves a little bit of credit, I think. Not for the smoke and weed part, but visiting your your town Aggies. Yeah. You're the Lakers, you said backup point guard? Yeah, shooting guard, whatever. He's probably like the seventh or eighth guy. Making that much I'm sure I'm sure it's like on a sat Friday, Saturday night yeah. in L.A. I'm sure there's a lot of other things you could do, but he chose to go back to his hometown, have fun with his older friends. I mean, how long has this dude been in L.A.? Oh, this is probably year, year two or three for him, probably. So he probably hadn't experienced everything L.A. has to offer. I'm sure he's experienced a lot of shit. And, I mean, we go through phases where it's the same routine over and over and over. Every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're doing the same shit, so... Maybe you said, you know what, boys? Fuck it. Fuel the plane up. We're going back to Texas A&M. <laughs> We're going to Texas A&M. And hopefully Johnny Manziel's there, too. Yeah. So he probably <laughs> met up with him. Him, too. <laughs> Never even thought about old Johnny. Manziel probably wasn't just doing the uh, the Mary Jane, though. He was probably doing a lot more yeah, than that. Probably. 
like snorting coke off strippers' assholes. <laughs> I don't know about that, but he was doing something. Oh, I guarantee Johnny Manziel has done that. Guarantee I, it. I'd say that's a fact, not a myth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a Texas A&M police officer and you you I don't know how he got caught or whatever. There, I mean, there's rumors around. There's rumors that he was in the um, airport. But I heard he was at Texas A&M, and that's what I'm going with. But if you're that police officer and you look at this guy's ID and it says Alex Caruso, NBA guy, do you say, dude, what the fuck are you doing here? Get Just go. Get out of here. Give me, give me your pot and get the hell out of here. Or do you make the headlines and you, you're that guy who arrested the NBA guy that was in the smoke shack at the frat house? I mean, what do you do? I mean, you got to do your job. I know they're just doing their jobs, but man, for a little bit of pot, I mean, goodness gracious. I, I'm probably letting him go. Giving him a, you know, a stern warning. Say, get the fuck out of here, Alex. Boy, go boy, back to LA. Don't be coming back here with this shit. Yeah, go, you don't smoke the devil, the devil's lettuce in Texas a and <laughs> What do you think? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and Texas is a whole different ball game down there too with yeah. a little, with everything. So, um, Obviously, got to do your job and everything like that, but mm-hmm. and that's probably why the cops are more respected down in Texas is because they do do their job. You know what I'm? Could, could be. You don't. I mean, they don't have problems with the law enforcement down there for some reason. I haven't heard of anything. No soft gun laws or some shit that they don't have. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our text this week. Moving right along. Um, shout out to our sponsor. Let's go ahead and give them a shout out. Uh, the Old Canal Smokehouse, ninety four East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. Go down there and get you some uh, some good barbecue. They got some good stuff. I had recently just had some family in town and they brought Old Canal Smokehouse. Great pulled pork sandwich, boys. Oh, yeah. A little spicy barbecue on top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. I, so. keep, I keep trying to tell Big John Italian he's got to make his way to uh, Old Canal Smokehouse. He's, jo- a, he's a ribber, a ribber fan. Really? He loves the ribber. So that's like a two and a half, three hour drive for him to eat some steak, boys. Wow. And I said, Big ribber, John. Ribber's good, but you got to make your way down Water Street and grab you some Old Canal. Just just give, give yourself, you know, you said two and a half for John to... So it's probably only an hour or so to Old Canal. Yep. Cut your trip in half, Big John. Stop there. They got steak. Try their steak. Give us a review. That's what I told him. So the first text message, we had a listener send in a TikTok video, and the TikTok video was a challenge, and they said we should try this on the podcast. Oh. And the challenge was you get a watermelon, and you tried to – bust it with your legs i've seen that like bobby bones did that in between like your legs like you try to mm-hmm. put and it looks kind of messy <laughs> so we're going to need some plastic we'll probably this will probably have to be an outside project here yeah. but you get watermelon and you like kind of sit down on your butt and you put that watermelon in between your knees and you try to you try to bust it yeah you try to do what you try to bust it <laughs> can you show me again what you do you try to bust it <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I mean, my, my legs are so fucking skinny. I eat busted that watermelon. Now, Otis, say, you're pretty strong. You might be able to do it. Uh, I, don't know. I think it's all about you got to have the right, you got to have the right just placement of your knees and just. Go I think for DG it. could do it. I think DG, DG's pretty strong. Buck, you think you could bust Absolutely a watermelon not. with your legs? No. I could probably use about a thousand rubber bands and bust one, but. <laughs> 
I couldn't do it with my legs. I, I don't think me, you, or Corey's going to bust it with our legs. I, I could try, but uh, that video I, that they sent in, it was, it was the girl. It was a girl who did it. Man, she had some thick old thighs on her. Oh too. yeah, like, you ever seen? She the, was real, She was built. She was. Speaking of challenges, have you ever seen the ones with them bitches with like double E titties? Just <laughs> slam them on beer cans and smash them. Yes. <laughs> to do what? how many? How many girls do you know with double E titties that we could get down here and sure, be willing could, to smash some bush light cans? I tell you what, that would I mean, probably get a few views. We could. We on could YouTube, ask I around. I mean, fuck. Facebook Marketplace has everything. Just put an ad <laughs> out. Craigslist. If I can just ask all of his only fan fo- people that he follows and see if they come down and help us. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, but I don't. I don't think they're double E's. <laughs> they ain't smashing no bush light cans. And I don't think they're under the age of eighty. <laughs> <laughs> Next text message. Just finished episode sixty-five. Good stuff. One thing that I have to add: the difference between when we graduated high school is the wardrobe. Doing our 15-year-old's laundry instead of wondering if it's his dad's clothes or it's his. It's questionable if they're mine or his. His shorts are sometimes shorter than mine. Wild. Yeah, I mean, let's just talk about that. The shorts nowadays. Like, I used to, like, wear, like, Jordans. I got Jordan shorts on right now, but I'm just not in the style anymore. Everybody's wearing shorts above the knees. You're outdated now. I know I'm outdated. But I did go to Dick's and bought me two new pair of Nike shorts, and they are above the knees. So I'm I'm getting along with the times now. Yeah, You're going to be using them out there mowing, mowing the front lawn. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm with the times. So yeah. girls' clothing style are also way different. Yeah, I mean, the girls, they don't, back in the day, they, they didn't dress like this. Uh, no, not shorts. at all. I, I fear for the day if I, I mean, I'm going to love her obviously to death, but I'm, I fear for that day when I have a, if I have a daughter. Because yeah. it's, it's scary. I mean, you think about back in the 90s and girls in high schools they were wearing like bell bottoms yeah uh no skin showing much none it was like they were almost i don't want to say amish but they were just conservative as hell yeah and now it's just like the show, opposite. Show it exact all. opposite jesus her cheeks are hanging out <laughs> <laughs> uh also she says congrats seniors which we had two graduating seniors on the past two episodes and then she goes p.s we shut proms down dancing and i quote singing shut the motherfucker down great times we had themed homecomings in our day so um she signed her name megan she graduated with me so yeah i mean way different we talked about on the last podcast something about um the girls dirty dancing yeah, and dancing out prom compared to homecoming and yeah stuff like and that. and their uh cheeks hanging out yep. the boys said that the girls would pull up their dresses so their cheeks would hang out Sheesh. that's what i said i said jesus clay you remember any of the uh imagine our old principal having a fucking heart attack if oh, saw God. That, <laughs> that thing would have been shut down in the first 10 minutes that's what clay, i said you remember any of the uh theme dances you had in high school i do not i remember under the sea I don't know if that was in sixth grade. I don't know if I was senior year, but I just remember <laughs> under the sea. Okay, under the sea. <laughs> I do date that. They did have a. a th- I forget what grade we were in, but they had a like a western. Remember the western homecoming? Yeah, yeah like, I do. And they that. did wear like Daisy Dukes mm-hmm. that were short for our standards, but they were still like, you know, yeah, decently conservative, but. Do they still? Do they still fun, have the? That was a fun day. Do they still have the fingertip rule? You remember that fingertip rule that everybody had to their, do? Their dress code. Yeah, the dress code of the. Uh, it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like it. Apparently not. All right, last text message. What's up, fellas? Marty Mar here. Marty, he's back with another text. 
So the latest episode is one of my favorites. Love that you guys had Jared and P on to get their perspective on what happened during COVID as students in high school or in school in general. Also, like the topic of social media and how it's changed over the years. When it comes to taking a shit, yeah, you got to take a pic to see what came out the ass and if the ass is clean or not. Marty Mar out. This goes right along with the bidet. Right. Yeah. Right along with it. You just, I mean, you got you got to look at the toilet paper. I, I look at it every time I wipe. He's yeah, a professional. Well, last time he was on with Uncle Buck, he said he pooped four times a day, so he's yeah. got to listen to you. I mean, yeah, That's he healthy. <laughs> That's healthy. He's a lot of protein. Thanks for the text, Marty. Shout out Jared and P. A lot of people like that podcast. They did good. Corey K, we got a voicemail. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Hey, Rolski. Just tried the Burger King spicy chicken sandwich, and I watched a review. And man, am I disappointed in you. The McDonald's spicy chicken sandwich is way better than the Burger King spicy chicken sandwich. You need to do better, man. <laughs> okay. So we got, wow. out there. we got a disgruntled listener on the line here. There's fighting words. Okay, so here here's my explanation for this one. The McDonald's, I had it the first. It was the first ever review we ever did. McDonald's. And it was good. I mean, it, it was it was it's good. I'm not going to lie. But there was just something different about that Burger King chicken sandwich. There's just something different about it. It was bigger. It had more sauce on it. It was spicier. And I like spicy. McDonald's isn't like really hot. No, uh, it was. I thought it was. I remember the first time I had it thinking it was hot. But now that I've had it since, it's not as hot. Yeah, I mean, it's I, not. Maybe just because I wasn't expecting the it's, hot. It's got like a distinct um, dressing on it. Yeah. Hot sauce, whatever you want to call it. It's good. But Burger King, I mean, Burger King's, you can taste that hot all the way through the sandwich. Like, it's hot. Yeah. Like, you can, you know, it's, you know, it's a buffalo sandwich. Is this the uh, Burger King Chicken sandwich? Yes, yeah. the Chicken. Have not had it, but it looks phenomenal. It, it was. It was big. It was good. So, I, I'm not going to argue. I mean, everybody's got their own opinion here, and I appreciate the phone call, but I just think Burger King's better. And that's all I'm going to say. Remind me, Clay, where, where does the Burger King rank on the list? Burger King is number two. Burger King's number two after KFC. No. Yes. No, three. Sorry. KFC, Wendy's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's. That's the power five. Now, in all the fast foods, we've got two left. We've got Popeye's and we've got Arby's to do. Once we get through them, we're going to start hitting the restaurants. The the more higher end. Yes. We're going to start ranking them. Are you saving the Popeye's for last? Well, that and... There's just not one around. Like the closest one's like 45 minutes away. So there's one on Stringtown and then West Broad up by me, up by my work. And then there's one in Jeffersonville. So oh, they're I all. Would, I would I would steer clear of the one from Jeffersonville. Yeah, yes, the I truck would, stop. I don't, <laughs> I don't count that one. Anything inside of a gas station, you, you can't you can't bank on too high quality there. Right. You just can't do it. So appreciate the voicemail. Um, I said what I said. I think Burger King's better. Ooh. He put the law down there. Yeah. He said what he said. I said what I said, and I'm going to stick to it. I like it. Corey K, I think we're going to get into our tall boy review right now. Can you go ahead and hit that beat for us? I swear, we were down at the lake, and I listened to this song. How many times, Otis? I, 
I can't remember, hundreds. but it was a lot. Hundreds. It was stuck in my head for three weeks, and I don't even like this type of music. <laughs> it was stuck in my head just because Clay. Cisco P, Tampa. This is Uncle Buck's favorite song of all time, I believe. Oh, it's it's up there with that and uh, I Am The Club by Plies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, this, guy, this guy's name's... Cisco P. Cisco P. Yeah. Is that one word or two? I think it's one. Just Cisco with a P on the end. And it's, and space, it's not, it's not the Cisco thong song, dude. This is... It's the new guy. This is new guy. How many yeah. views does this have? Probably not many. Uh, 31,000. This is just the instrumental, too. Yeah. I watched the video. Yeah. And it's got over... It's like 3 million he's, or more. He's, he's get, I think this is like his only song. Oh, I don't care. He, he can retire off it, this it song. It fucks. <laughs> this song fucks. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so story behind this tall boy review. We have not been able to find these cans anywhere. And about a few weeks ago, I was over at Big Red's pool, and a listener of ours pulled up and had one in his cooler and said, this is for you. I know you guys can't find them anywhere. I found one. So he gave me a can. Uh, shout out to Will. I uh, appreciate that. Also, Big John Italian, he came through. He goes, have you guys done this can yet? And I said, no. He goes, well, I know where they are. I'll get you some. So Big John brought in four cans as well. Also, Corey with K pulled up today. He brought five cans of it as well. Yeah, so, I was so pumped when I found them too, and then Clay was like, "Yeah, we got like six of them in the fridge." <laughs> so we've got like ten or twelve of these bad boys. So we're gonna be sipping on these things for a while. I know, I know, Dinger Dave. He was looking for these for a long time for you boys to review. Yeah, like I said, he's big, a big listener, and he was he was trying to be the first one to get it in, but. Dang Dave, just a little too slow on the trigger there. So what we got here is the long-awaited 25-ounce Bush Light for the Farmers can of beer. Looks like a big old ear of corn. Sure does. And we've been looking for these things forever. It's a big one. Luckily, this one don't have that stupid, the big one red thing on top like a King Cobra did. And... Corey, he started cracking me up. I said, where the hell did you find those things? He goes, the dollar store. I said, what? Out of all the fucking places, not even a gas station, not a drive-thru, not a liquor store, a fucking dollar store. I didn't even know dollar store sold beer. Yeah, they do now. Dollar General. And in smaller like villages, the one the one here? No, not in this village. Village a little north of us that I kind of grew up in. So I'm not going to tell you guys the taste because we all know what Bush Light tastes like. Bush Light's just a good all-American beer. Bush Latte. yeah, but that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, let's talk about this can. I mean, there's really no explanation to it. Everybody's seen them. It's just a big ass ear of corn. Yep, I love it for the fucking farmers. I love it where we live. This this can fucks. It does. It's it's what the Midwest and Ohio is. I mean, if they always say if you're eating today, thank a farmer. Well, if you're drinking a bush light today. Thank a farmer. Thank a farmer. Shout out to Big Red and LC. We did a farming podcast. They would love this can. I know Big Red loves the can. Oh, yeah. He's also got a big-ass flag. You're missing another farmer we had on, too. Oh, Chase. Shout out Chase. <laughs> He'd be pissed. Oh, yeah. He's going to be pissed once he hears this. <laughs> Chase, that's you better fu- let him have it, buddy. That's, that's, that's a fucking other one. He's <laughs> going to be on my ass. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm going to pay for this. Yep, I knew it. As soon as you didn't say his name, I knew it was coming. I was uh, ready for it. Thank you, Corey. You big, saved me a little bit there. Big Red. He he went through a few of these cans, not these big ones, but he went through a couple of these corn bush light cans at the lake. Hey, 
Everybody did. Whenever them guys were on this podcast, oh, oh my God, they I wish drank. We'd have had a picture. They, they had tower. They, they drank so much. Fu- they the each table. bought a twenty-four pack, and I guarantee they left with zero. Yeah, they, they just ca- they pounded them, huh? beers, pounding beers. Oh. Hey, the farmers can drink, and I know Chase. He can drink too. He helped make that beer. He can drink as much of it as he yeah, wants. Exactly. Damn right. So let's let's Good get point. to the review here. Uh, Arnold Palmer number one, Gingling Raging Eagle number two, Corona Extra three, Old Milwaukee Ice four, King Cobra number five. We're going to go ahead and say that this is going to be a top five beer for sure. Easily. King Cobra's getting knocked out. But where does this thing fall, fellas? We've all seen the cans. What, I mean, where do you think this falls? Otis, we're going to go down the line here. So I'm remembering what these all look like. The Arnold Palmer was kind of the two toned with the, was like orange and black. Silver, yellow, orange with Arnold on it, swinging a club. Yeah. And then the Yingling was the classic pinstripe that I like. Nope. No, Yingling's got the big old eagle the on the back. The old Milwaukee I mean, Ice was yeah, the yeah. yeah. Okay, Crown Extra had like the beach looks, scene, looks like a beach. the Snoop Dogg okay. can. Well, boys, just because where we're from, the backwoods of Ohio, the heart and soul, this here's number one. This here's number one for me. Okay, Buck. I agree with uh, Otis on, you know, this this can really brings out where we live and what, you know, we run on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not a farmer, but I feel like it's a thankless job. They don't get a much, you know, much appreciation that they should. However, it lacks its its flash. You know how I am with the flash. I if it if it had a big old red farmall tractor on that bitch, it would be one for sure. But I'm going to say it takes the third overall spot. Okay. And I'm going to go even further, and I'm going to say it's going to take number four. Oh, oh damn. Okay. I love Bush Light. I mean, I'm I'm an advocate for it. That's all. I mean, I drink that and Bud Light, and that's it. That's the so only type of beers I drink. We got a one, a three, and a four. What's that average? That's eight divided by four. It's a two. <laughs> Okay, well, can I finish? Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's funny, yeah, though. I like yeah, it. I mean, I like your we enthusiasm. Rain, we got Rain Man over here. I, I fucking like that's it, the, dude. That's the medium. But, I mean, I mean, I love Bush Light more than anybody. I mean, I'm a big Bush beer guy. But, like Buck said, this is a tall boy review. Not for the taste. If it was taste, it'd be number one. Easy. But, man, this I love the can, and I know they're hard to find. Everybody's looking for these bad boys, but... I just don't think it's got the flash. I really don't. I think it goes to number, what did I say? You said four. Four. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's a four can. What do you think? I like the Arnold Palmer, but I, I mean, there's a reason I was so pumped when I found these. Yep. Uh, We even, as soon as we found the article and that they released, they're going to release a tall version of these, a tall boy version of 25 ounce. We kind of had it on our radar and everyone's kind of been looking for us. Since we had that two-week pause, we had a couple, like you said, find them and thought of us and grab some, and we appreciate that. And I think they was wanted for a reason, and I think it's gonna take it's gonna take over Arnold Palmer. Okay, so one extra ounce. We've got two number ones. We've got a three and a four. So Otis, can you do the math on that? That'd be nine. So nine divided by four is <laughs> right at two or one. Yeah, I, like two I, and a half. yeah, it's like two and a half. So I think it's, I think it's in third spot. Okay, there you have it. The Bush Light is going to take over the three spots. So our new rankings are Arnold Palmer, Yingling Raging Eagle, Bush Light, Corona Extra, and the Old Milwaukee. Now I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be hard to break this top five because the number yes, five, that Old Milwaukee ice can, was fucking clean. Fire. 
pinstripe, and Pin, it's number yeah. five on the list. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be hard. To, these next few Tallboy reviews are going to be big time that to five, get in to that, the top five. That five's been a revolving door. We've had all kinds of them. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be hard it's to knock. Be harder out. to get in. Them oh, out. absolutely. All right. Well, that's that. Thank you, everybody who gave us the Bush Light cans. We really, really appreciate it. Shout out Corey. Shout out Big John. And shout out Will. Moving on for the last segment of the day. This is a new segment. We've never done it on the podcast before. I, uh, Me and Uncle Buck were having a conversation, shit, I don't know, six months ago probably. And he thought of this segment. We just haven't done it before. Um, we've always wanted to, but I just feel like today was a good day. We needed something new. We haven't been in the studio for a while. So here we are. We're going to call this segment Yikes. And what Yikes means is I told these guys, hey, bring in a story, bring in a headline, bring in some kind of topic that when you get done saying it, someone would think, Yikes. So, Otis, you're number one. I'm well, first up. You're huh? first up. I'm we're going to go, we're gonna go down the line here. So, I think first one I'll go with that I found was no tuna in the subway tuna sandwich i saw this yikes <laughs> okay okay now explain this to me so i, I kind of read about this a little bit <laughs> yikes no tuna in the subway tuna sandwich That's right. yikes okay. so i read about it and they said an independent company or study was done <laughs> What's just laughing. Uncle Buck's lost I'm just, it. I'm just laughing at what's going through Uncle Buck's mind right now. Yeah, you said tuna and you had me off. <laughs> An independent study was done by a third-party company of the Subway tuna sandwich, and they did a DNA test on the tuna inside what what Subway sells, and they said there was no tuna DNA in that meat. So what the fuck is it? That's the yikes. yikes. <laughs> That's, That's the yikes. The they hey. said they said there's two options. Either there's actually no tuna in the meat, or it's a tuna that they don't have on record ever studying or ever testing before. So, huh? So it could be like mackerel, crappie, catfish, dead cats. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't nope. go Something there. Nope. I mean, it's got a fish taste to it, but is that just like a like a flavoring? Yeah. A fish oil liquid slop in that I mean, shit. I'm sure if you did a DNA test on McDonald's chicken nuggets, there ain't a fucking lick of chicken in them. No, oh, that's sure right. So not. what do you eat when you get that tuna sandwich? What are you eating? Uh, yeah, you never know. Uh, that's why I've never uh, ate it, and I ain't going to. That's a good one. <laughs> Uncle Buck, what you got? All right. This so. is your segment. This is an Uncle Buck original. All right. He came up with this shit. <laughs> okay. You better bring the heat. Well, I'm going to try. So those of us that grew up in... You know, the late 2000s, there was a video that hit the, the the world wide web called Two Girls, One Cup, right? Oh, boy. Do we do we remember this video? Uh, no, I know exactly where you're talking okay, about. Okay, so the two females that starred in this adult film opened I don't, up. You can't even call it that. Okay. Well, they have recently opened up their own ice cream shop, and it is called Two Scoops, One Cup. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> So, oh, they, uh, so they've they've got, they've got their own ice cream shop now. So, for are those they, of you that don't know, <laughs> the two they, two girls in one cup. Um, just if if you've got if you've got enough balls, if you've got the kahunas, and to, if you have a good antivirus like 
hardware software <laughs> type thing you can look it up. Just get on the internet and type in two girls one cup. It's and just just and sit back and relax and enjoy yourself. Don't oh, I wasn't enjoying myself. Oh, me and Uncle Buck watched it a hundred thousand times when we were kids. No. Now, Clay, I gotta ask you. If you went up to their ice cream shop, would you order two scoops of chocolate? <laughs> you kinda got to. All right, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> So, father. <laughs> I was just thinking of the video. I'm sorry. Father of the world's largest family passes away, leaving 94 kids, 39 wives, and 33 grandchildren. Yikes. Big yikes. That man was busy. That man was busy. 94 kids, 39 wives, and 33 grandchildren. I didn't know Philip Rivers died. <laughs> How many has he got? He's got like nine, doesn't he? Uh, I, I think, think so. he's got eleven. Uh, yeah. Is it more? It's not. I think he's a, it's eight or nine. Okay. He's two away from a football team. So, can you repeat how many children he has? Ninety-four. Ninety-four kids that are all his. All his. Thirty-nine different wives. So I'm taking. He lives in like Utah. <laughs> no, this guy was across the pond somewhere. Oh. I thought maybe he was like, what are those Mormon, Mormon polygamists or something? Right Germany or something. I mean, I mean, we say it all the time, but this guy fucks. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> he probably like made the definition of how old that was thing. he? I'm not sure how old he was, but 94 kids, 39, 39 different women. You That's, reckon he died of an STD? Uh, it's probably a good good chance. <laughs> now, all three. All 39 women, right? Were were they friends? Did they get along? Did they live in the same house? Well, the what the article that I read there was a big picture and everybody was there. So it All wasn't 90- a secret. No, Jesus. no, it wasn't a secret. They had a big old family picture and this guy was standing out in front like he was some proud fucking guy. <laughs> so, I was going to be- say if he kept that a secret with 39 different wives, that dude, he, he deserves a gold medal. I mean, I he deserves one anyway. Yeah, this, this guy, yeah, he, he deserves it all. I don't think it's a secret. I think he just found 39 women that are yeah. cool with it. That's and that, that in and of itself is a job. Yeah, but yeah, that's <laughs> that would take it out on you. I mean, each one, you think about it, there's only 30 days in a month. You have 39 women and you're expected to be with at least one of them one day a month. Wow. That means you're pulling you know, double duty in a day. Like you're fucking seven times in one day just to get through your list. It's yeah. like you got family struggling with two or three kids, you know, putting food on the table, paying the bills. Yeah. 96 of them? That's a lot of mouse. Good heavens. It's like, like Nick, Nick I, Cannon's trying to catch him. He, he, I saw a report where he's got like three baby mamas supposed to have a kid this year. He's had four. He's had four children in 2000. From 2020 until now, he's had four kids with three different different girls. Now, are there a difference in looks between this guy that has 94 (laughs) wives or 94 kids and Nick Cannon's baby's mama? Oh, yeah, there's there's definitely a different look. Absolutely. I mean, Nick Cannon's, I mean, he's banging tens. Tens? Oh, yeah. What was this guy? Goats? (laughs) (laughs) He's probably like a two, wasn't he? Otis, you got any more down there? (laughs) Goats. The Dragon Man Skull. Yikes. Okay, so, this is interesting. The Dragon Man Skull. I saw a uh, an article. I think it was from, I'm pretty sure it was from, chi- like, Chinese archaeologists discovered a skull that was a mix between a dragon and a man. It was, like, three times the size of a regular human skull. And they said, 
it had dragon qualities and it was a species they've never discovered before and it was it was 140,000 years old okay so we're thinking dragons might have been an actual thing according to the chinese <laughs> china. can't trust them fuckers for nothing so i don't know china can't trust them fuckers for nothing what do you think buck you think dragons were real at some point uh, I mean, yeah, I think that maybe not necessarily a dragon that they, you know, show on TV or, you know, HBO, but I believe they, there was something very large, very abnormal looking with dinosaur, you know, characteristics that flew like a plane around here. And then at some point, did and they then, spit fire? I doubt it. And then when the jukebox was made... And the music scared him away. It killed them all. Maybe. <laughs> he makes a very valid point. So if we ever get attacked by dragons, it's loudspeakers and bad music. You got anything else, Buck? I mean, I'm, I have one more, but it's not. It's, it's sports related. Okay. So do you know what an immaculate inning is? Um, is that when you have four strikeouts? An immaculate inning is nine pitches, nine oh, strikes, yeah. three strikeouts. Okay. It's called an immaculate inning. Pretty much perfect. Do you know how baseball has been around a long, long time? You know how many immaculate, how many players have thrown an immaculate inning? Twelve. It's more than that. I'm going to say, wow. so nine pitches, nine strikes, nine outs. Three outs. Three outs. That's what I mean. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to say 37. I think you've read it. There's been 38. I swear to God, I have not read it. 38 total players have thrown nine pitches for nine strikes, three outs. Yikes. That's a great one. Now, here, I'm going to ask you this. Do you know who the most recent one was? Uh, see, I didn't I didn't dig that deep. Okay, okay, that's fine. No, that is awesome. I didn't know that. So 37, you think about how long baseball has been around, 1900s. How many pitchers? I mean, yeah. They say that nowadays hitting for the cycle is more rare than somebody throwing a perfect game or a no hitter. Hitting for the cycle? Hitting yes. for the cycle. How many people have done that in history? More than somebody that's fucking throwing a no hitter. Can you explain to people that don't know what, what the hell is a cycle? Okay, so maybe at average, if a pitcher's on fire, on average, the opponent's bat maybe what? Three, four times in a good game. I'd say on average, probably four. Yeah, you get four, four bats a game. Yeah. So that means the batter is hitting a single, a double, a triple, and a home run to complete the cycle. They hit every single type of hit you yeah. can do, and that's studly if you could do that in a game. Oh, Corey with the K, he uh, he looked one up for us. Three hundred and thirty times cycle. Someone has hit for the cycle in history. Okay, so the immaculate inning that. Levi came up more, with is, is more impressive than oh yeah, yeah. 37 yeah. oh yeah highly more impressive and the other reason I know this is because I was playing MLB the show and I have a he's a pitcher and you threw I've thrown like 28 immaculate innings so I'm like <laughs> well this is easy as fuck <laughs> <laughs> alright so I've got one more we're going to end the show with this one I got one more you want me to go first go ahead and go NC State yikes the COVID yep. baseball Did you guys go ahead hear and explain it so, and this kind of hit home because baseball is pretty, pretty close to me because I, I love baseball when I played. But um, NC State is in the College World Series in the semifinals, I believe. 
against um, Vanderbilt. They do a three-game series, and NC State had, I believe it was roughly about eight players test positive for COVID or have COVID protocol mal something happened. Something they happened. failed. Uh, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure on that same note, they have to be vaccinated. So they've already been vaccinated, I believe. So before the series even started against Vanderbilt, the first game got canceled because of these protocols. And then the second game gets canceled as well. And the NCAA automatically sends Vanderbilt to the championship without any games being played between the two teams. And that, that, that pretty much got a buy. They pretty much got a buy. So they're not wasting their two best pitchers who are going to be probably number one and number two drafted. Probably, yeah. Are going to get the start in the World so Series. That just that just really Dave just Vanderbilt. Just imagine, like, because college sports, I think we can all agree, is a little bit more intense. Intense, a little bit more wholesome around the sport because they're pros. playing for the love of the game yeah. instead of the paycheck. So there's still a level they got to try to get to get into the MLB. So you're getting to the tops of the college baseball world and you just pretty much get told you guys go home. You guys don't even get to play a game. That just, that's a big yikes for me. Cause I, I can't even imagine that feeling. Yeah, they, they just played an entire season for nothing. Getting to the semifinals, one step away from the big, from the big show. And I mean, I can't say they played it for nothing because I mean, more than likely, if they didn't play this year, they would have never had the opportunity to like get scouted. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's still cool. But, but to play the entire season, make it to the semifinals in the college World Series, and then get told to just beat it. And the 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 crappy thing is, they still had twelve players on the team that could have played, played that cleared protocol. So if you if for listeners don't know, it takes nine to field a team, counting a pitcher. Yeah. So you still have a couple bench players too. So yeah, that was a big L on the NCAA. They they got rid of these guys for COVID, yet they are still allowing people in the stadium collecting mm-hmm. money from these fans that are watching. But that don't matter because they're making money and right. these kids still aren't. Let the kids play. Let the kids play. I agree. And but I'm gonna I usually don't fact check on this podcast, but they did play one game in that series. Against Vanderbilt? Yes. They played one game. They probably played the first one. They played the first one. You said that NC State had twelve guys. They did, but most of their like starters were out. Were out, and they played like their bench guys. And this this is how I know because I seen a picture. Their catcher, and this never freaking happens in you know major league or college baseball. He was on deck with two outs in the hole with his catcher's gear on. You know how we used to in little mm-hmm, league. Mm-hmm. He had his gear on. Usually they have a guy out there warming up the pitcher or whatever. Yeah. They got a they got a fill in. Yeah, yeah. They, they couldn't do it because he had he was the only guy that could catch. Yeah, they didn't have enough bodies. They didn't have a backup well, catcher. That's, that's where they just need to throw in a coach, yeah. assistant coach. Yeah. needs to just man the fuck know, up. But, and, but when, not when they're throwing a hundred. I was gonna say that's I, a different when you're catching a little league kid, a yeah. coach out there snagging a couple of them. You, sure, uh, but you when pull, there's a college, you pull kid. an NC State fan out of the stands and you say, "We need you, bub. Get on down <laughs> so there behind what the plate." What happened? Kids Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt beat them. Beat them ba- in that first game, and then they just canceled it. But then they, they canceled they the said, rest. Okay. I'm pretty sure they just said, "Fuck it." You okay. know what? So then, what happens to Vanderbilt now? Vanderbilt goes to the championship. The, no, they, I mean, they got a they, free ride. So they get tested, and nobody tests positive, or they pass all their protocols. I reckon. And, yeah, 
They're going, I think uh, Mississippi State beat Texas, I believe, and moved on as well. So I believe, again, after some fact check, it might be different, but yeah, Vanderbilt and, versus. And I could uh, be wrong as well, so you can fact check me if Vanderbilt, you want to. But I know they played at least one. Vanderbilt versus, versus uh, Mississippi State for the College World Series. Okay. So got one more, huh? I got one more, uh, and you're going to appreciate this one, Buck. I know this is right up your fucking alley. <laughs> Amsterdam prostitute twins (laughs) (laughs) retire at age 70 after 50 years and 355,000 men between the two of them. Yikes. You said 330,000? 355,000 customers between the two of them after 50 years in the sex trade. Yikes. Yikes. After how many years? 50 50 years. (laughs) They retired at 70. They're like twins. They They're sisters. Reti- like oh they have a retirement plan in the prostitution world? Yes, they do. Well, let's just get this straight. All right. I have never paid <laughs> for sex. For <laughs> <laughs> those right. listeners who are probably thinking it might yes, happen, I have never, never happened. I have ne- now, I have offered somebody <laughs> some canned goods. And they accepted. Or a and BJ, then, but and then I could I I couldn't fathom that this person was willing for a can of green beans to get in the vehicle with me. I just drove off. So no, I have never purchased for sex, but that number got and there's two. They're twins. They're right? twins. I bet their parents were fucking proud. Oh boy. Three hundred and fifty five K total customers between the two of them. Since the seventies, that's fifty years. Oh, wow. You talk about some roast beef curtains. <laughs> oh, God. And here's the thing. I was reading the article when I seen this. And it's right here. I got it pulled up on the computer, Buck. Um, I was reading this article, and they said that they've got some loyal customers that they've had for 50 years. And he, they said they're still going to work for them. But, like, if we went to Amsterdam and tried to get with the twins, they wouldn't accept new customers. They, they're okay. like a dentist office. Oh, they yeah. ain't accepting new customers <laughs> at this time. <laughs> they're retired, but we're still going to work for our loyal customers. Okay. okay. So, you take 300... Okay, you just blew my mind. When when you said loyal... I never even thought about returning customers. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, that's 355,000 different total. Yeah, but they're so, all different. But then you have the loyal customers right. come back a hundred times. I you bet probably, their numbers are fucking. They, in they, the, they said one of the girls said they've got a customer that's been with them all fifty years, and he comes five five times a week, five out of the seven days. He's paying for sex from her, and he's he, he said the lady said she, they're best friends. After the fifty years, they're best friends. Well, yeah, they pretty much one they're person pretty much married. Paid, yeah, paid for their house. You think at that rate he gets like some sort of discount or? Subscription uh, service, it, maybe. At this point, it's, I bet, I bet, I bet it's, just, it's just tip only at this point. Yeah, probably yeah, is. At this point, she takes her, her dentures out for his blow job. <laughs> she gives him that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but uh, how do they even walk? You know, I was thinking about that. These these two ladies, I mean, if you're thinking, you know, what is it, 120-some thousand apiece they've had sex with, um. I'd be a hundred. Yeah, how come they're not in a wheelchair? You know what I mean? You think, a, it's, you think it's just all one hole? Oh, gosh. I, I think I, I, I'd say it's all three, Buck, if you want me to be honest with you. But <laughs> but still, I mean, you're right. 120-some thousand apiece. It'd be 175,000 apiece. Okay. In 50 years. Do the fucking math on that. 
that's like what six a day seven a day that's what i was trying to do i can't i definitely can't do that in my head but so, so i just did days in 50 years that's eighteen thousand two hundred and fifty a day or a, for, that's how many days in in five years okay well here so it's eighteen thousand in five years or 50 years 50, 50 yeah. years i did 365 times 50 and that got me 19 a day. So there's some leap years, I guess, but that averages out to 19 a day. This I, is in Amsterdam, huh? Amsterdam. 19 yeah. times. Yeah. 19 different guys a day. Doesn't have to be different. Don't, I guess not. Yeah. That's true. It's just no, nine. it does because that number is based on new customers. 355,000 men. So it'd be 19 different guys a day usually. But if you're thinking the regular guys, they're coming back. So yeah, I mean, they've, they're, they're pushing. Now, let me ask you this. Either way. Let me Either ask, way. let me ask you this, Claybird. We'll end it if, with this. If you're, if you're the regular, right? Do you go for the morning session before it's been ran in? Yeah. Or do you, you finish the night you, off you as until, the you, king? You, you wait until she's warmed up. I'd say you go in afterwards. You just wait. You don't want to warm her up. You don't want to warm her up for the guys. You want to take her home and put her to bed. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> Some bacon cheddar, boys. Wow. That's just, that's gross. That's gross. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. 355,000 men. Yikes. Now, see, that's frowned upon. Let that be a dude, and we praise him. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, they're getting that. articles wrote about him. They're the queens of Amsterdam. See you next week, DG.